This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, February 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Ethanol sector looks to Pruitt to protect RFS. USDA delays proposed organic checkoff program and broiler production growth expected to slow down over the next 10 years. New EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt has only been on the job a few days, but he's already making big plans for changes at the agency he sued 14 times as former Attorney General of Oklahoma. Pruitt speaking Saturday at the American Conservative Union's annual Conservative Political Action Conference said he'll be making announcements as early as this week on plans to rein in the waters of the U.S. rule. He told a friendly CPAC audience, I think there's some regulations that in the near term need to be rolled back in a very aggressive way. And I think maybe next week you'll be hearing about some issues of those as it relates to key issues, and we know what those are. We know that the previous administration took WOTUS and transformed the Clean Water Act and made puddles and dry creek beds across the country subject to the jurisdiction of Washington, D.C. That's going to change. Pruitt went on to reiterate promises that he'll be giving individual states far more authority when it comes to policing air and water quality standards. He also pledged to dial back the EPA's interpretation of federal laws and make sure the agency doesn't produce regulations that go beyond what lawmakers dictate. Meanwhile, the ethanol sector is looking to Pruitt to protect the RFS. Five biofuel and farming groups are urging President Trump's new EPA administrator to protect point-of-obligation regulations that require gasoline blenders to use ethanol in the nation's fuel supply. The Advanced Biofuels Business Council, American Coalition for Ethanol, Growth Energy, and the National Farmers Union sent a letter Friday to Pruitt asking for his help in preserving the status quo. While this issue is being addressed in the courts, the renewable fuels industry has continued to work to expand E15 consumption, the group said in the letter. The point of obligation is one of the most important remaining tools to help drive higher blends remaining in the RFS. It creates economic incentives for gasoline retailers to offer higher blends, such as E15, by providing an economic incentive for increased biofuels blending. Shifting the point of obligation, as urged by its proponents, would eliminate this incentive. Protecting the RFS is particularly important now because corn production continues to rise and farmers need more than ever the demand that comes from the ethanol industry. As growth in the ethanol sector has slowed, corn surpluses are putting pressure on prices in rural economies, according to the groups. USDA extends comment period for organic checkoff program. The Organic Trade Association, the OTA, has been working for four years with USDA to develop a national research and promotion checkoff program. So it was a disappointment for many in the industry when a 30-day delay was announced last week. The OTA said it understands the delay for proposed rules that were set in motion by the Obama administration, but the group is also stressing that it hopes there will be no subsequent action to block the checkoff program. The end of the Federal Register comment period on the proposed checkoff program has been pushed back by 30 days to April 19th. Increasingly, consumers are opting to spend a portion of their family's food budgets on organic products, OTA said in a statement on Friday. Currently, domestic organic production is not keeping pace with consumer demand. 
Broiler production growth expected to slow down over the next 10 years. U.S. broiler production will continue to increase over the next decade, but not at the unusually high rate that it's grown in recent years. That according to David Stallings, an analyst for the USDA's Economic Research Service. Broiler production grew by 4.3% in 2015 alone, that according to USDA data. But a new forecast shows that production increases will only be about 1% year over year the next 10 years. That's largely because people are eating less chicken in the U.S., according to a new audio posting by USDA. The average American is now eating about 90.5 pounds of chicken a year. That's expected to be about 89.5 in 2026. The U.S. production will grow thanks to expanding exports and rising international demand. U.S. is now exporting about 6.9 billion pounds of broilers yearly, and that's expected to rise to 8 billion pounds in just 10 years. Peterson, frustration over dairy insurance program could have been prevented. One of the highest priorities this year for the dairy industry is getting Congress to improve the Margin Protection Plan, or MPP. But Minnesota Representative Colin Peterson tells AgriPulse the program would have worked just fine if it hadn't been altered years ago. Peterson says in this week's AgriPulse open mic interview, it was CBO that screwed up the deal. If they would have left the program the way I did it to start with, we wouldn't be having a discussion right now about MPP. They made us cut back on the feed cost calculations, and that's what caused the problem. Peterson's assertions are backed up by the National Milk Producers Federation. The MPP would have been much more helpful for dairy farmers had the payout calculation, specifically the feed index, not been cut in an effort to reduce the cost of the 2014 Farm Bill. That according to the National Milk Producers. Senior Vice President Jamie Castaneda said that feed index was something that we spent a lot of time developing. Here's today's He Said It. I think it's justified. That EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt on Saturday at CPAC when asked what he thought about a consensus in the audience that the EPA should be dismantled. And then he went on to explain. I think people across this country look at the EPA much like they look at the IRS. And I hope to be able to change that. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, February 27th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.